0: Join us now for a message in the series from Brother Dexter Foy. In Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. The word condemnation in the Greek it is katakrima. Katakrima. Turn to your neighbor and say katakrima. <laughs> and it means penile servitude. Penal means punishment. Servitude means slave or under the power of someone else. And so, in other words, it means imprisonment. Condemnation means imprisonment. This morning, when the Bible says there is no condemnation, it means that God will never condemn us to an eternity separate from Himself for our sin. He will never condemn us to an eternity separate from him because of our sin. If but they have an if if we are living in Christ Jesus if Christ Jesus dwells within us. But if Christ Jesus does not dwell within you well you are already condemned as the Bible says. Condemnation is not just a feeling or emotion it is it is us being separated from God It separates us from God and it destroys our personal relationship with God. Condemnation is is from Satan and also from ourselves. Last week, the pastor told us that many times we ask God for forgiveness, but we don't forgive ourselves for what we did wrong. And in many situations, we we don't forgive ourselves. We keep on going back to the mistakes that we have made. And so, we condemn ourselves over and over again. But this morning, I want to tell you that there is no condemnation to those that, are, that live within Christ Jesus. Condemnation leads us to depression. Many people who you see is in depression today. They are condemning themselves. You know, in psychology, we, become, we come up with so many so many solutions to help us with depression. And the main solution is the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit in order to overcome depression. And I could tell you, I I am a living witness. I had a a, a special time in my life when I was going through a deep depression. I had suicidal thoughts. And it's the Holy Spirit that gave me the positive energy and the, the conviction power to come through to per, to, per, to persevere, to continue with my life and being this positive person that I am today. It is by the Holy Spirit. Condemnation brings despair. Condemnation brings guilt. Con, as Copasa said, condemnation shows you your sin. It doesn't give you a solution. It just shows you your sin. So as she as she. she explain the broken record and this was the motion not moving anywhere this is what condemnation does to us once going forward backward forward backward but the holy spirit compels us to go forward it does not compel us to go backward forward so if you find yourself in this position that is not god Maybe it's, the, maybe it's the accuser, or maybe it is yourself. Some, and Many times, we as Christians, we have to die daily. We have to keep on killing our flesh as we remain in condemnation. Condemnation leads us to darkness. Condemnation leads us to rebel against God. Condemnation leads us to rebel against the set man of the house. Condemnation leads us to, to, to rebel against God other people of the church, condemnation have a lot of ne- negative effects. And I'm, I'm not going to stand here today and portray myself as someone who is not guilty. I'm not going to portray myself as that because why I could explain all these things to you, I have been to situations where I, where, where I was rebellious and the Holy Spirit convicted me and that's how I learned from these situations. By the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, a man is not condemned because God has forgiven us. This is not the main thing. A man is not condemned because God has forgiven us. Many times we go about our Christian lives and we, we, we feel like, okay, God has already forgiven us and so there's no condemnation. No, it has something else with it. He like said we have to live. In Christ Jesus. That's the main thing. We have to live in Christ Jesus. And as we look at. Verse 2. In Romans 8. It says for the law of the spirit of life. In Christ Jesus. Had made me free. From the law of sin and death. Condemnation. Comes with the law. Of sin and death. Condemnation. Comes with the law of sin and death. Not the law of the spirit of life. Because a lot of the spirit of of, of life, we obtain this through living to the Holy Spirit, through living in Christ Jesus. Romans 6 verses 3 to 4 it says, know ye, know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were baptized into his Death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ has raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. So, we as Christians, we are supposed to walk in the newness of life. We are supposed to be dwelling with liberty. We are supposed to be living by the Spirit. And many times, we say that we are operating in the spirit of Christ, but we are, we, we are still carnal minded. We just say it, but we don't live it. Many times we are being hearers and not doers. And, in, and when you say living in Christ, you have to be a doer, not only a hearer. Many times we have the knowledge of who God is, but when it comes to wisdom, which is the application, we don't apply it. And so when we go on oh, many of our workplaces, and so people cannot distinguish the Christians, from the sinners. And this is why we have to be so careful. We have to live in Christ and not live in ourselves. We have to live and set example. We are, we are witnesses of Christ. We are the witnesses of the light. And so we are to portray ourselves. Why do we condemn ourselves as Christians? As we, we went over before, we have to forgive ourselves, our past sins and past scars, things that we have done in the past. You see, many of us, we went through the process of physical baptism. We went under the water, and we came up. But we are lacking the understand, we, we lack the understanding of, understand, understanding the symbolic meaning of baptism. We are lacking the, underst- the mental and spiritual understanding of baptism. Because if you go under the water, as the scripture says, you are being baptized. So you are dying to yourself when you go under the water. And when whoever puts you under the water and they bring you up, that is the new creation that is no, so you leave yourself under the water and it is no Christ that is living within you for paul said i am crucified with christ it is, it is no longer me that live you no know, but it is the christ that lives within me and as christians it is no longer we that live as paul said i die daily so are we supposed to be dying daily in, in, in our morning devotions, in listening worship songs every day, in reading our Bible. We are supposed to be dying daily. We are supposed to be decreasing to ourselves and let the Holy Spirit, let, let the words of Christ increase within us. See? It is very easy to carry the name Christians, but I must say, and I'm be, I'm being honest, many Christians are still walking by the flesh. They are abiding in the flesh, and they are carnally minded. How you could tell this many times is based on their conversations. Psalms one says, "Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful." Can I tell you something? Many people that carry the name Christian are scornful. Many times, we may know things that are going on in the church. And so, we gather around. And we form our gossiping party. Can I explain it? Because I I I, I, I am not gonna stand up here and, and pretend like I, I am so innocent, you know. I ha- had situations where I was in and I was a part of gossiping parties. But thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. See so sometimes we could tell if a Christian is is led by the Spirit or he's led by armed by the flesh. And I have a story this morning and it's gonna illuminate what I'm speaking about. Romans eight. Wait, I jumped in ahead of <laughs> Now many of us can be self-righteous at times. This is where we walk in our own righteousness. Perfect example in the Bible, the Pharisees. And the Sadducees. Because they, they uphold the law and they had the knowledge of the law. They felt that they knew that they, they have more knowledge than evil Christ. And so when Christ was portraying humility, they were portraying arrogance. When Christ was humble, they were condemning people, they were saying all kinds of things and ridiculing people because you know they are not up to our standards. And so we as Christians, we have to be careful of self-righteousness. It's either we are walking in our own self-righteousness, I mean our own righteousness, or we are walking in the righteousness of God. But the difference is, the righteousness of God is a gift. Nothing that we have done to deserve it. We, we, we did nothing to deserve this righteousness. It was by Christ dying on the cross, so that we could the, the righteousness of God could be f- fulfilled in us. If we look at Romans 3... Two five, it says for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh he condemned sin the only man that lived that condemned sin that, that had no sin was Jesus Christ He said that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. It is not by ourselves, it is through Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. This is why we need the Spirit. As Christians, we need the Spirit. Too much time we go about with our ideologies and our own philosophies and we feel like everyone's supposed to align to these things. No, we as Christians, we are supposed to align to the Word of God. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. So the righteousness of God is fulfilled in us when we walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. That's why we need God. That's why we need a relationship with the Holy Spirit so that the righteousness of God could be fulfilled within us. This morning, the enemy that we are fighting against comes with he always comes with three weapons accusation, temptation and deception. But this morning I'm gonna speak about the, accus- the 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 characteristic of um accu- the characteristic of accusing. Let us turn to Revelations 12 and verse 10. Revelations 12 and verse 10. Let us, no, let, let me read. He <laughs> said, And I heard a low voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation, and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. Which accused them before our God day and night. You have been listening to a portion of a message from the New Birth Gospel Tabernacle in St. Kitts. Join us tomorrow for continuation of that message.